What's up, everyone? This is Amar Akbar Anthony Podcast. One more time, coming at you this week uh, with a new topic. This week, we're going to be discussing university life and uh, transitioning from high school to university. Um, my name is Sharon, and I'm hosting this week. And we have Langston and Saif uh, here with us. Uh, we'll be talking about our overall experiences. We're going to be talking about how we dealt with the new freedom that we had going into university, how um, living apart from our families was and all that sort of stuff. Um, um, just to start off, uh, I'll give you a brief intro on my background. Uh, I used to, I've lived in Dubai my whole life, in Sharjah my whole life. Uh, and uh, I went to a, an Indian school, a pretty famous Indian school. And um, I then ended up somehow at RIT Dubai. Um, safe, go ahead. So I was born and raised in Saudi Arabia, and uh, I so I did. I went from first grade to like ninth grade in Saudi, and then and then I went to boarding school in the U.S. and I did my high school over there, and and then uh, yeah, and then from high school I decided to come to Dubai, come close to home. That's where I met these losers, and uh, yeah. Okay, I guess it's my turn. Yo, what's yeah. up, guys? What's up? What up? What up? Okay, so. <laughs> okay so anyways i was born and raised in dubai uh just like sharon and i went to i was not born in uh, dubai excuse you i went to a catholic school over there for like what 12 years or 13 years and yeah i somehow ended up in rit dubai as well after my last year of a levels and whatnot and yeah i met these two noobs over there so that's my introduction. Ooh. Yeah. Right. Uh, if you could have seen my face when Langston introduced with the "Hey, what's up, guys?" I was uh, <laughs> crying, and uh, I was hitting you the. You were crying. It was. I was hitting the off. take my decision back to host this podcast. <laughs> I was like, take it back, take it back. Never mind. Um. Anyways, so I'm just gonna go ahead and ask safe. Um. The first time you came to the first day at RIT Dubai. What, what did you feel first day at RIT Dubai? My first day in RIT Dubai, I was quite nervous. I was like, I don't. I first of all, I didn't know if I'd find, you know, like my like people who were kind of like similar to me or whatever, or like you know, interests or whatnot. And you know how like university is all about that. That's where you meet people who are just like you know into the same things as you are or whatever. And plus, RIT Dubai was a pretty small community, and uh, so mm-hmm. I, I was kind of nervous if I'd like you know. <clears throat> meet the type of people or like or if I'd get along with people or whatever but um but I guess I was pretty wrong I I did meet a quite a lot of great people over here minus you two um <laughs> and yeah it was it was I guess I was, it's just you know when you're new to, to a place or in a country it's just you're you're just not you're just nervous about these simple things and I guess I was wrong I it was it was it was nice. It turned out to be nice. But uh, oh yeah, so this was your first time in Dubai as well, right? This I mean, is like I mean, your first experience. Technically, yeah, because I mean, the last time I went to Dubai was in fifth grade when there was nothing in Dubai. There was a zoo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Langston was in it. Yeah, Langston was in it. They had a hippo. Yeah, actually, they did. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I. But like, 
at university, like 2000, with 13, 14, Dubai was a lot different from 2006, 2005 Dubai. So it was, it was like, so technically, yeah, it was my first time. It was a good experience. It was nice. And what about you, Lyson? How was your first day at RIT Dubai? Um, so my first day, honestly, was, it was not, it, I, want, I was nervous, but I was not new to Dubai, like self. So in that way, it was still good. But definitely, like, seeing many different people and many different, and, like, many different cultures on the first day was, it was pretty different for me. Like, I now met, um, like, you know, seeing, like, especially, like, suddenly I meet some people who are 15 or 16 when they start university. And I'm like, what the hell? I was 16 when I started. Yeah, I was talking about you, you hope. But, yeah, anyways. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And then I was like, and I thought you were from Pakistan and stuff. I thought Sevs was from Pakistan as well. For yeah. the record, we're all Indian. We all have Indian nationalities. I don't know about like, are you, so, are you Portuguese now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Indian, bro. It was pretty overwhelming, uh, meeting everyone. And especially when they were doing the whole icebreaker BS. Like, I was like, oh my God, like meeting new people. Uh, was It was just different. It was obviously the first step for, of you know, talking to everyone was not so easy. But, I mean, hmm. eventually, we did speak. The icebreakers did work. And, yeah, I mean, it was a good experience. The, the whole freshman week, I would say. I'd agree with that. I, I think um, they did a really good job for us in our university to kind of have uh, the year above us, you know, interact with uh, the freshmen. And, you know, it was... I think they did it really well. And um, I have a similar experience where it was very weird. I had a lot of things going on in general and I was very confused with what was Dude, happening. Dude, you look so and, depressed uh, in the first week. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why that happened. <laughs> it's not like I was going to Canada. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah, 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 you told me that. What really. a moron. You told me that story. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I went from a Bentley to a Toyota Yaris in, in summary. And... That's hilarious. Yeah, but... Uh... But see, that's what gave birth to the podcast, bro. When, when I was in Dubai, I I told people that like, first of all, I didn't want to tell people that I was like that I went to school over there, because like whenever I tell someone like, oh yeah, I went to a boarding school in the U.S. My like, but I'm from Saudi, they'd be like, why did you just stay in the U.S.? I felt like everybody <laughs> that came to our university was just like, you know, they were all just like, like that's what that was their end goal, you know? They were, they were trying to make it out of the hood. And they were going to, they were trying to go to the U.S. They're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do two years here. And I'm going to transfer to, like, the, the main campus. That was everybody's goal. And yeah. uh, it was. That was everyone's goal. That wasn't my goal. Cause I was like, I don't know. I was, I was happy with what I got or whatever. But um, it was, it was, it was weird. Uh, everybody was just like, yo, are you, are you, like, out of your mind? Like, what are you doing here? Like, why did you stay there? <laughs> like, yeah, because, like, universities in the U.S. are ten times more expensive. I'm sorry. I'm like. I'm gonna ramble on. Carry on. Anyways, yeah. So, so this kind of goes into our next kind of discussion topic, which is like, how did we make new friends? How do we become more social as people? How did the university life really change us? And you know, did we? Did we? What was the environment like? Uh, because for me personally, I was a quivering nerd. I was an introvert straight into first day of uh, university, and I became very. Um, social and I changed into I guess an extrovert Aww. mostly kind of <laughs> not really and that I think I think the freedom had a lot to do with that so that's my kind of two cents Saif how did you 
shift? I don't know. Cause like I never, I I never had a hard time making friends. Like I feel like I really changed. Like I don't know how I changed exactly, but I can for sure say that I've matured a lot. Like in the sense where it comes to, uh, I don't know, just thinking about the future. Because when I think about freshman year safe, I just think about this guy who was just like, I don't know, just so lost. When it comes to like development as in like as a person, when it comes to personality wise, um, I I don't know how much I've changed because uh, because I don't know and that sounds terrible to say because like I'm just as immature as an 18 year old as a 24 year old. I don't know. I, I don't want to say that, but at the same time, I feel like I have like matured a lot. <laughs> Langston, what about you? Because I will say this: we make a lot of fun you. You know, we we crack jokes. You know, where we're always shitting on you. It's for good reason. You're an asshole. But the thing is, <laughs> really like a very like annoying like little sibling type and asshole. Like I don't know. <laughs> exactly. So 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 having said all that, you changed. I I'd say I think New York was good for you. Two defining moments for you: just going to New York and getting a new pair of glasses. I think those. Two things and growing your beard. I think those three things. I think um, was the most change I've seen in you. But that's <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> okay, so before you get into that, in my first year, I was an introvert. I can still be an introvert sometimes, but compared to my freshman year, I think I was much more of a person who inter- who wouldn't interact a lot of people. Like even with, even like meeting you guys, like it was really weird for me. Like I wasn't. I was not in that, like, school, to be honest, was, uh, was not the best. For me, school was not really the best. And, like, I never really went out a lot. And I never really had, like, you know, that whole, like, we used to do, we used to go for movies and stuff like that, but I never really had the life. Yeah. The real, the actual, like, you know, what people describe as, like, the high school life and whatnot. I never really had that. I think the best that happened was, like, okay, prom happened, and then A-level was just, was just, like, a pain in the ass. Like, fuck that, man. Um, really? Are you, uh, Langston, are you going to describe your prom as a good experience? Because I've no. seen your prom pictures, and they're okay, pretty okay, terrible. Okay. Yeah, they're bad, but it was, it was, I do miss that particular year of my life, because that was, like, one of the best things that happened to me in high school. And I, I really miss that, honestly. Yes, I did look bad in the pictures, but whatever it was, I had a good time. Um, oh fuck you boys, man. <laughs> yes, go ahead. I don't care. Also, man, I had really dorky glasses, dude. I had like the dorkiest glasses in freshman year. Yeah. I don't know if you guys noticed. And there's a picture of that. We noticed. Two... No, no, no. I've told you on multiple occasions. Yeah, I had the worst glasses, glasses ever. And I was like, why the fuck did I have those glasses? And I used to be aeropostal clothing like every day to university. I don't know if you guys. You still no, do. I don't. I don't. I don't wear aeropostal anymore. But I used to wear it, like, every fucking day, dude. I, and, like, like baggy jeans and aeropostel. And, like, some normal shoes. In in my head, I always thought that, man, was there, like, a really big aeropostel sale that I haven't been to or something? Like, why does everyone <laughs> in the university wear aeropostel? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that was, those were the days. I really relate to what Langston said when it comes to, like, rules-wise. Because whenever I think about my school, like, uh, I my my border school was quite strict, and when it comes when it came to like you know, I don't know it was just I I didn't like 
my my school in general like i i really i really disliked my school and not to sound too harsh or anything but the only good thing that came out of my school were uh the the my friends like the re- i made some really great i made i met some really great people in school and like made some really great friends and like i like my school really like taught me to love my freedom i really cuz like um uh, when i came to university and i moved to the dorms i remember everybody was complaining about oh it's slut dorms or this it's like, i was like i don't know what you guys are talking about i can literally go to the mall or wherever i want to go to mcdonald's at 3 a.m. and nobody's going to like say anything to me like that's perfect and uh, well it went in school like i literally had to ask a teacher if i could go use the bathroom <laughs> and uh yeah that's every school dude oh, what the hell are you talking about i mean i you know, just get up mid lecture and then true. walk out and whip your penis out and start pissing anywhere like what's so <laughs> wrong with you? yeah i mean i guess there's school yes but like when it comes to boarding school like i'm talking about maybe like that was a very shitty like example but i had to go to bed by like 8 at like 10 p.m. uh i had study hall at 8 p.m. and like I don't know this whole routine thing that we, I never got time for myself at all. It was just like strict like classes, sports, study hall, sleep, classes, sports, well, so much, study dude. hall, that's sleep. So much discipline. Was, like that is like a lot of discipline, but I fucking hate it. Like I didn't I do you think I have manners? Like look at me. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, I'm kidding. I I I I, oh, I personally I personally like thought it was very it was very mm-hmm. like and i felt like i was in jail but when i came to university i was like yo i love this you know like i can i could do whatever the hell i want i mean technically like it was uh it was it was almost, it was a lot like boarding school but with no one to tell me what to do yeah. you know yeah. i mean other than my professors giving me homework but like that's it like that's even all. then you didn't have to and do it was homework. up to me Yeah even then like no no professor like you know like chased me down the hall like tell me oh you didn't submit this homework and yeah. like and, I, and that was also a great thing cuz that really fixed my work ethics cuz I'm like yo nobody over here is nobody's going to tell me to like you know nobody's going to remind me to do this shit i need to like remind myself i need to start i need to get my shit together that kind of segues really well into something else i wanted to talk about which was rules in university for me personally in school um my mom was a teacher in school like she was a supervisor also oh, you were one of those kids yeah <laughs> yeah he was you one of those kids whose teachers to work in the school and we still hate on that guy because oh his mom has to be in school and he's going to get all the grades and he'll know all the exam papers and fuck him fuck him <laughs> basically fuck him it was ha- half of that is Honestly. true um it the the other half is like the shitty part which is yeah i mean like you I wouldn't know what papers are coming but my mom would know the marks I get in my papers before I would know oh, oh that's, that's bad imagine doing an exam uh, on on a particular day and literally when you're walking back like you know going back home and you're getting into the car your mom looks at you like Sharon why did you do so bad in your exam like what how did you know <laughs> Wait, like what if what if you have an exam that went well and you you're like feeling great about it and your mom's like why did you do so shit and like what i did shit i thought i did great yeah and then, so there was a lot of that and there was a lot of like teachers like if you wouldn't do your homework teachers would go ahead and like complain to my mom about like oh your son isn't doing this and that there was this one time where i i was on the editorial board 
and I remember taking a picture with a with with a girl who I I wasn't even like we weren't even like you know like I wasn't touching her or anything. It was just a picture, <laughs> right? And we're just standing in, next to each other, right? And then the the because uh-huh. it was a school's camera, the and we were like two reporters for the school. Uh, the the teacher who was like in charge of IT, she went and like you know called the girl to her office and then me to the office and told my mom. And my mom was like, Sharon, what has happened to you? You've become such a delinquent piece of shit. And I was like, Oh my god! You know, it it got it 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 was really weird. It was yeah. hilarious though. I mean. that, that's yeah, that's crazy, dude. I would hate to have my parents as like yeah. teachers or uh, as anything in my dude. school, dude. Though I I really <laughs> yeah, Sharon, there, if for parent teacher meeting, would it like would your dad come to meet your mom in school or something? <laughs> 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 I don't. That'd be that'd be fun. That'd be fun. I don't think I don't think I've ever been to a parent teacher conference. Oh I think... fuck! I got I got screwed with that man. I did bad in literature. Dude, I used to have the worst. I had the I had the worst experience with parent teacher conference because my dad used to bring me with, and I'm I used to be like, yo, I used to watch my teacher talk shit <laughs> about me to my parents in front of me. Like you know, it's, I was like, yo. It's parents teacher conference, not parents teacher student conference. Like, yo, like, leave me be. Like, I'll be at home chilling. I, 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 I feel you. I fucking feel you, sir. You have no idea. I... My dad, my dad wanted to confront me in front of my teacher. Like, say, is this true? I was like, fuck, yes, it's true, man. What do you want me to say? Like, shit. What Sam, what Sam really wanted to say was, it's okay, dad. I'll be at home waiting for my whooping at home in peace. Man, dude. Oh, yes, please. I'll, I'll, I'll polish your shoes for you so you can whoop my ass. Dude, like, so I failed in math, like, in fourth grade. And, like. What a like, surprise. There's a, there's a parent-teacher meeting. And literally, like, the teacher said this to my dad's face. Yeah, he doesn't know how to use a protractor. And I'm like, I'm right here, bitch. What the fuck? <laughs> like, dude, like, at least tell me to wait outside the room or, you know, go get some freaking candy or something. Just, oh, just tell it to this guy's face. He doesn't know how to use a fucking product. You, I'm like, see, this what is, the fuck? Last story, there was this one time in, in, like, final year of high school, yeah? And I'm sitting in class and I had my first fight with someone. It was last... I think maybe like last semester of high school and I had my first fight with someone and I won. Oh my I was God. so proud. I was so <laughs> proud because I really just pushed this guy a little further and dropped water on him or something. Like that was it. But <laughs> but the point is on the PA system, like two periods later, okay, the principal announces, Sharon Sadhu from 12G, please come to my office right now. Oh. And I was like, what the and and so by the way, the PA system goes to the boys block, the girls block, uh, primary, secondary, everyone, right? It goes to the entire school. And I don't know, there may be like 10,000 kids in, in school, right? And I just go there and I'm like, wow, this is incredible. News spreads fast here. And I just get to the office and the principal goes like, oh, Sharn, your mom is in India, yeah? Here's a list of things I want her to pick up for me from India. I was like, What? <laughs> What? Oh my god. You had to announce that, is... that on the PA system. And and by the way, That's... when I come back to my class, I pass by the staff room where all the teachers are sitting and yeah, this one teacher just goes like uh, she was like a supervisor or something and she goes like, "Yeah, sure." And so why did the principal call you? And I was like, "Oh no, it's actually uh, it's it's nothing really. My mom's in India and you know, she wanted to pick up some stuff from India." And she goes like, "Oh, okay, that's what it is. Oh, I thought it was cuz you had a fight with everyone. I just told everyone in the staff room it's cuz you had a fight with this kid." Oh my god. That is fucked up. <laughs>
anyway so so getting into the extreme freedom in in university like we've all lived away from our parents at some point or the other um we'll say if you've done more of that lanson and i less so but you know like how is that experience for you living away from your family moving out for some time and all of that i moved out of like i moved out of my parents house when i was like in ninth grade when i was in boarding school like i i already experienced a lot of things that everybody in university or in dor- like in the dorms were experiencing like Weed. in school so, yeah university it was a very easy transition for me it was actually like very nice cuz like it wasn't just like cuz i mean i did miss my parents obviously like and like i talked to them quite often but it was like uh, like it's like freshman year of university i had a lot of people come to me and like you know talk about like like we had a we had a we have a friend who always used to come to me and used to tell me like yeah man i really miss my parents and i really like you know i'm i want to go home i miss my home and i i and like i i was able to help a lot of people like you know like get get over it and like tell them my experiences how i got over it and stuff so for me it worked out quite well All right, he's Dr. Phil over here. Yeah, come here Dr. Phil, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, and what about you like? So, I think the only time I lived away from parents was obviously when I came to the US last year. So, I came with the study abroad program and what not and initially it was definitely difficult for me. I mean, I was because I was with my parents my whole life. Uh and like, you know, getting adjusted, like I did get homesick and what not. but like also like it was it was pretty difficult in a sense that you start missing them you start missing i miss my brothers i miss my nephew uh, my sister in law and i miss dubai in general as well and like and i miss even you guys dude like i didn't even see you guys over here so yeah. that that was that was that was pretty shit like and i i saw self like what freaking before summer before that summer uh, sharan i met like just the previous day Then and I then you got to solve it. Yes. No, then you I had that then, then I had to do shit myself like I had to do laundry on my own. Started, I had to start learning to cook and what not. And then I started to realize how that time how this was actually very valuable to me where I got to be more independent. So I actually did appreciate the time away from my parents and family because that actually helped me know myself much more in a way that I can I'm actually capable of doing my own freaking laundry. that might be really small but it's actually still it was a big thing for me at the at the time and i mean i'm still living away from my parents <clears> right now but it's like such a normal thing for me right now that i don't feel it uh, i do miss them i do talk to them every day but i do enjoy the independence and it's amazing living away from your parents i think it's something that everyone should experience mm-hmm. yeah i agree so so for me um i when i did the study abroad program i Yeah, I definitely had very similar experiences. I just yeah. ended up enjoying much more than Langston cuz Langston's a loser. But uh yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. I I think I had many similar experiences and many other experiences that we're legally not allowed to discuss on this podcast. Um <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can talk about it. <laughs> I think there will be a lot of legal ramifications that will get all three of us arrested. But um yeah, it was I think uh Langston said it uh, really well. I mean, we it's important to live away for a bit and yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, my first semester over here was really it was the best for me. The fall semester when I came here, that was the best semester I had over here. Like I had 
a good amount of fun and i never really like we i honestly like i went to class and what not but like we did a lot of stuff every weekend and i'm so like and we didn't i mean this previous semester was not as great as that one but yeah mm-hmm. i do agree like the fall is was the best for me at least and uh, yeah and i think for sharan it was even like oh my god like sharan to it was even better like Uh, we're not allowed them. to discuss <laughs> did, you, did, these, did, you guys, uh, did, did you guys even see the Instagram man? Like, his Instagram is fucking lit. At we're that not, point. Uh, legally, uh, we're not allowed to talk about this subject I anymore. I have actually a lot of videos of this guy. And, uh, uh, I think legally, we're not allowed to talk about the subject anymore. So we're going to move on to the next uh, discussion topic. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't talk about student government. Yeah, that's pretty much the last thing. All right, so what motivated you guys to join SG cuz uh I never like really saw it as a big thing. I mean, I we had like these like uh student governments in like uh, we had student government in my school. But uh I want to ask you what really motivated you or like what was your goal when you joined SG? What did you um, want out of it? Yeah, so okay. for for me like I've I've been into this stuff like since um high school like it's high school's competitive that way but you know so you kind of just get shoved into that but i was um. a lot I, i was in the shadows in high school i guess in, if you want to think about it that way but when i came to university i kind of stepped up and and was more in front of people and doing more things and and i think that was that was that was a good opportunity for me cuz cuz i i've been on sg i think for the first three and a half years of my university and um it was it was a lot of fun i mean it was it was great um got uh i think that was one of the things that that was a big confidence booster just because you know it kind of gave you a, a different venue to start meeting different people and then kind of like authoritative feeling in university i i like what <laughs> i liked about like these groups is i feel like they really really help you build like these like these like small like you know uh connections uh, not not only connections but like you really learn so much from these groups i i like like yeah. things that like may seem insignificant but like i swear i really feel like you learn organization skills you learn how to like talk to people like whenever you guys are like you know like uh setting up an event or something like you you guys like like learn to negotiate prices and all that so i feel like you guys really learn some really uh useful or valuable life lessons from these like clubs and shit but I'm um, Langston I wanted to ask you as well what motivated you dude so, I just forced him to I, okay, I pretty much okay, so, peer pressured him into joining because I needed well, someone to well, with um, me or... so in school I, like I never had anything like this in school like there was a student council but but nobody time, nobody no, 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 no. elected you no to, i was not confident enough to join that and i always doubt, i doubted myself in school that i couldn't do this stuff because it was all for like the smart people and stuff like that so i and never really stupid. had that confidence well, i did think i was super in school but then when i came to uni and then obviously i spoke to sharan and sharan was like yeah you should join and what not i'm like if sharan can do it i can fucking do it man <laughs> then i'm like what the hell dude like i was like you know what let me give this a chance cuz i was like I, like the reason was the one reason why i wanted to join student government was obviously knowing what it is about but the second biggest reason would be i wouldn't say the second reason the biggest reason is because i wanted to see how i would uh, basically work under pressure like having mm-hmm. to have like your courses on one side and actually work 
with the SGN on other side because that was actually that was not like a joke you know that was actually work like you were actually going mm-hmm. to be do- working in the southern government organizing events yeah. or doing whatever you had to and um yeah. i was really scared to take that step i was really scared like i wasn't even that like i went like i literally put my hand into the fire like at that time it did feel like that like that's what i was doing but mm. it was the best decision that i've ever made and yeah. i would go it was definitely the best decision that i've, I've ever made and be- and that turned out to be the best year of rit for me one of the best yeah. years i would say uh, in my opinion i have an yeah. anecdote to share from my working with langston on student government and um you know you know what i'm going to talk about langston so you can go ahead and you talk i don't know what you're going to say but we 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 were organizing an event for the university students at oh an indoor God. trampoline park <laughs> dude they won't get it dude like no no i think it's pretty self explanatory so I'm okay okay the, okay before you say it guys this is the the stupidest thing i've ever done in southern government but i've definitely learned from it but it is by far the superior it is the best <laughs> the most messed up thing that i have ever done it wouldn't jeopardize oh. the damn event okay but i'm uh, sure no it... i think it would have no i think uh... anyway <laughs> it's pretty funny though <laughs> uh, so we're trying to organize an outdoor event uh, bounce now. bounce okay let me you've done enough damage so let me <laughs> 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 okay so we're trying to organize this event at an indoor trampoline park here in Dubai it's called Bounce Middle East right um in order and we're trying to send like around 80 students from university and we're going to subsidize prices and all that right so Langston and I are the two main like events directors Langston and I are the two main events coordinators in university and we we actually called them a week in advance and we wanted to um uh basically book book the venue for 80 people and we wanted to make an advance payment so so because we didn't have the money we asked our finance officer in university to call up the place and you know just tell them hey we're going to book it and um uh we'll pay you by credit card and you know we'll figure that stuff out right um his name is Mr. Sane okay uh whatever oh my uh, god he's going to this he's going to kill you <laughs> who cares uh, okay <laughs> So Mr. Saleh called them up and said, "Listen, just book it on our on our end and we will give you the cash payment once the money comes in." Right? So the money came in and Langston and I now go to um Bounce Middle East and we have the cash. It's around 6000 dirhams, which is like uh around 2000 dollars. I think like 1500. Yeah, something like that. So it's that amount, right? And we go to them and then we say okay hi we're from RIT Dubai and we have a we've booked uh, 80 um um slots for this place uh, and we have the money with them and so the guy uh, he was i think nigerian and you know he looked it up on his system and he was like da 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 um i don't see uh, your booking uh, what name is it under and he goes like uh, we say oh it's RIT Dubai he goes like da 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 oh i don't still see it i'm like oh what about mr saleh and he goes da 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 and he doesn't see it and we start getting a little worried we're like hmm why is there no booking done and and mind you 80 people is the maximum they can book on any specific day and we've already started selling tickets and you know taking money from people to go to this event right oh my so, god so this is so, like this is giving me the chills <laughs> right like so when i think al- about this we've already sold tickets for an oh. event that's happening maybe like 3 or 4 days later 
and we've taken money from people and now we're you know so i decided to call up mr saleh i say hi mr saleh uh, i just wanted to check with you have you they aren't able to uh, find your booking number uh, what name did you book the thing under and he goes like i didn't do the booking i just spoke to them on the phone you guys are supposed to do the booking and we're like oh shit so if there's no booking that means we haven't you know we're we're not going to be able to get people to come here and we've already taken money from them so this is going to be a shit show so i'm freaking out it's kind of concerning cuz it's going to be really bad if we have to return money to people um and so i'm freaking out but i compose myself and i go back inside and i i figure out that i can convey this information to langston without the guy knowing by kind of telling it in a different language and i say langston usne booking nahi ki hai uh which means langston he hasn't booked the damn venue uh to which langston replied what he didn't do the booking <laughs> <laughs> this is in front of the guy who was checking oh my his- god. oh my god so so <laughs> this, this is how i describe how that, that that felt like it felt like we're in a we're in a war zone kind of a thing and i'm running out of ammo okay but i have like one bullet left and i go to my like soldier like my colleague or whatever and i go hey bro hold this gun for me and keep it safe there's only one bullet in it right and this dude instead of shooting the enemy just shoots me back in the face <laughs> that's what it felt like oh my god <laughs> dude you know there was I dude think- sharan's face was priceless that time because i remember like sharan was so pissed so <laughs> I <laughs> suddenly he was like he was dead serious okay he was like fucking serious he was like dude i want to buy like a sledgehammer oh yeah like yeah, yeah. like he so... he 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 said that in a in a way like you know like i'm yeah. like self i want to buy a new phone that's how he said it like i want to buy a new sledgehammer no no I'll, like... I'll, i'll 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 say it i'll say i'll say what i said so i went pretty catatonic luckily we were able to book the venue we gave the money all that got done it's fine when we go back to the car langston and i are sitting in the car and i say langston um You know what? I want to take a Okay, Langston, stop laughing. <laughs> let me let me get this. And I go like, um, Langston, um, I want to buy you know those things called jackhammers, the ones that they use to break the 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 tarmac or the road, the concrete. Yeah, I want to I want to buy one of those jackhammers and put your face underneath it and then yeah. just break your face repeatedly. <laughs> dude, when I, when, he, when he actually said that, I was like, yeah, dude, you'll get one in IKEA. or something oh. or we'll get one in freaking ace hardware he's like oh really he's like okay let's go there i'm like <laughs> and i sucker <laughs> punch likes in a lot i think oh right my after. god that day was the best day ever oh my god i was thinking i was gonna get like fired or something i did but not ever was... get fired sharon did save that? us but uh, you gotta give us credit too bro we we, we we all worked as a team so yeah as a it, team it, it, that didn't function properly sure <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh, but it was it was amazing i freaking loved it it was it was definitely yeah. the best the best thing that ever that ever happened at that time and that was pretty much it that was our experiences does anyone yeah. have anything else that they wanted to say um about? yeah so i think music club was also another good thing that actually happened to me like uh so like i was handed over the club and i was like oh my god that is like the that was really impossible for me to even handle like at that time but that was definitely a turning point for me as well because i was on the sg at the same time i was handling that initially it was pretty overwhelming but i think 
definitely that did change a lot like becoming like the leader of that club did uh help me learn about myself in that year as well that's why i consider that year that was the, i think that was the third year of uni right sharan yeah that it was, was the third, third year. year it yeah. was third year that was i think that's why that year meant a lot to me because of rest year music trip that was literally the best thing it was fun it was mm-hmm. definitely was so so uh yeah i hope you guys like this this week's podcast guys and um we'll see you guys next week and the next week's podcast next week's topic is uh nri problems nri stands for non residential indians and all three of us are nris not to brag or anything no i'm just kidding <laughs> um, hope you guys enjoyed this week's podcast and we'll see you guys next week okay.